Kind of nice to be able to see when the intro's over and we're not just staring at the screen. Like I love the new screen. Clowns. I think it's cool. <laughs> Episode 82, Tommy Stitt, David Winker, Mainline Marlins podcast. Disappointing mm. loss last night. We had the game in hand and then went to the bullpen. Now it, listen, Bender, Bass, Simber Bass, perfectly fine. Pa uh, Braxton Garrett, although he was responsible for that second run, uh, that Bender ended up uh, that came in when he was in there. He was responsible for that run, so he ended up with two earned runs. Not a bad outing for the kid. I wasn't. But tell me this. So let me let me reframe this for you. So the the Herald, I think it was the Herald article, was like we lost this game in like troubling, familiar fashion. Yeah, one guy in the bullpen let it created the meltdown. Dylan Floro. But other times he's a hero. Yeah, no, no. And it's interesting you say that because I, I, I got to tell you, I hate that. I, I don't, I, I was reacting to that article. I actually was really, I, I, I didn't like the loss. I, I stayed up. I watched the game. I hated that. It was a late start. because it's central time. And my wife's like, you know, my wife would kick me out of the bedroom, like turn off the TV. So I had to go downstairs, watch the game. You know, so I'm like invested. That's a regular occurrence. Yeah, exactly. Not, you're what acting I say? like you're the exactly. victim of some, <laughs> some, some, unusual, <laughs> some unusual circumstance. Yeah, which and I went downstairs, and I was like, I'm totally invested in this game. And it's and it's just like, you know, I mean, back up for a second. I've never seen two missed home plate tags. Oh, well, that second one was that guy was definitely out. Adam Duvall was safe all day long. Yeah. That was a bad call. But I just I've never and seen we that. We would have had a better – but the point was had another run. So I had a couple of reactions to that article because I, I was very frustrated by the loss. It, it sometimes, and I, I don't use this word lightly, but it's like the Marlins offense seems constipated. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like we're dying. We got the guys. I, I don't know what it is. Um, it's baseball, right? But that, that's what happens. But there was this issue of um, you know, it, did we lose it like we always lose it? And we kind of did because we didn't have enough offense. You know, it's like, can you win games when you score that many buckets? I mean, sorry, when you score that many runs. Um, but I also, you know, who lost it for us, it kind of reminds me of an NFL game where um, I remember somebody going for an interception and missing. Yeah. And the reception, it leads to a field goal, whatever. They win the game. And the coach was asked kind of to criticize the guy for taking the gamble. Right. And the guy's like, hey, listen, man, like we live or die with that that guy, right? That that right. safety or whoever it was. It's like nine times out of ten, he makes the play. Right. It actually probably was the right call. Right. He didn't make the play. Right. So I ain't gonna condemn him for the decision he made. He usually right. makes that play. Right. And bringing in that pitcher, there was nothing, you know, it was the floor, it was the Perfect right decision for him. And he blew it. So yeah. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, I you know, and it is funny how, you know, it was a tough loss after what we saw. Yeah, yeah. And that it, was a team that was has been basically beaten up for the last what are they lost 13 in the last 14 games yeah. well we talked about it. if we yeah, yeah. if we were betting people we said we would have betted that, that that that's your home it's like how's our season going to look what are we going to yeah. do are we going to just going to roll over are we going to turn this around at home right and it was interesting because i, I got to tell you something we talked about stadiums before my personal favorite place to watch baseball mm -hmm. where is st louis really I don't know what it is. I'm not. I'm not a cards fan, and it's interesting because now later in life, I have the cards here. You know, for spring training, I don't really care about the cards, but I. It's like I, I think there's something special about watching a game in Kansas City or St. Louis. It's a very knowledgeable. Sorry, 
That's all right. Um, very, very knowledgeable. Is that what is that? No, I don't know what. Yeah, some <laughs> alarm. Um, very knowledgeable fan base. And you're sitting, yeah, yeah. you're sitting in the stands. It's like everyone has season tickets. They go to every game. And uh, it was funny, like just seeing those shots of St. Louis. I have, I have a special effect. I think St. Louis. It's just, it's kind of what we talked about. How it's like playing. Like we, we talked about young player, baseball player, and you're stuck in name the city. And it's like people who haven't lived in baseball towns, yeah, don't get how big a big a deal baseball is in northern cities. You know, if you're yeah, a yeah, Minnesota yeah. twin. Like yeah, we yeah. think it's like Minnesota. Who wants to live in Minnesota? And it's Not like too no, many no. people. But. but if you're a Minnesota twin, like you're the only game in town in the summer. Everyone right. goes to the games. It's a big deal. Right. And that's how St. Louis is. Right. Like they Detroit. love they, Detroit. Exactly. The Tigers. Like St. Louis loves their Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing going on I in the summer. Because I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I grew up being a Cub guy. Yeah. I mean, Padre and then Cubs. And then I worked for the Cubs. And listen, we hate the Cardinals. I hate everything about St. Louis. I don't like their ribs. I don't like their. Anything. You don't like their barbecue. I don't like their barbecue. You don't, don't like, like their, their women. Food. You don't like their, their guys. <laughs> yeah, the, the city stinks. No, it's funny. No, you hate that I arch. I hate Budweiser. There's nothing good about it. The it's only like, thing that good that ever came out of St. Louis was Harry Carey. That's it. That's, that's funny. the only thing. No, I can't stand them. Um, yeah, they're up there on my list of most. And I got to tell you, hated franchise. I don't bet on sports, but if I had to bet, I think the Marlins bounce back tonight. I have a feeling too. And I, well, look, you you can't help but uh, want, I mean, see that as a possibility because Trevor Rogers is on the mound against uh, Kim, who's not been that very, you know, not been very good this season. So we're going to start. I got to tell you something. I'd almost like, I, I need to start bringing the graphic. I'm going to do this every time the starting pitcher comes up because it's like every game almost when it's not a pen night, every game when it's our starter versus their starter, statistically, yeah, our starter's better. Yep. I mean, yeah. it is, it is, it this is, guy is infinitely, Trevor Rogers is infinitely better than, that's Kim. what I'm saying on paper. Yeah. And I mean, in this case really is, but whenever, you know, when I, you know, we, we talked about being, you know, we were always like, Oh God, here we go against their ace. And it's yeah. like, Oh no, no, they got to go against our ace. Now the problem is, can we score more than two runs? Right. That's the, that's the serious problem. That is a serious, <laughs> I mean, listen, I came in to today thinking I'm going to do the Santeria show because the bats were pretty cold. I'm going to hold off because we're really not at full strength, so it's not fair to do it. Uh, Jose Devers now on the IL with some uh, shoulder uh, uh, inflammation or an issue with his shoulder. Um, we did bring up uh, right-handed pitcher Luis Madero from the Jumbo Shrimp, who has been pitching pretty good. The, cha the times that he did play uh, in, in the show, uh, he probably you know was, was not ready for it or – it was a stopgap time type of situation where we put him in the wrong spot and he didn't really do that well. He's been pitching well in Jacksonville. So he's up. Um, but man, look, if you just look at the transactions list of the Marlins on a daily basis, it's yeah, yeah, that's off the aisle yeah. on the aisle. Yeah. Now he's on the 60 move up on back and forth to Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good news though. And this is something that happened after our show yesterday, Starling Marte, uh, NL player of the week batted 514 hits. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, not so much. Actually, absolutely nothing, but great in the outfield. Yep. So, I mean, can you imagine a Marlins team that not only do they play like gold glovers in, in their positions, but then they hit the way they're supposed to hit? Yep. Then we're unbeatable. Did you, would there, were there some miscues in the outfield? Were there, were there any errors last night? 
Not on our side. Yeah, but, but there were, you know, it's interesting because yeah. there were some balls that I thought, I, I actually thought to myself, I was like, they may have caught that ball in Marlins Park. Did you yeah. notice that a yeah. couple that went off the wall and like, yeah. he kind of like Duvall, who's just like money in the outfield. I saw a couple of times where I'm like, whoa, like I wonder if he would have made that play. And it wasn't an error. It clearly yeah, wasn't yeah. an error. It would have been a spectacular play. Yeah. But I did have a couple of moments. And I want to say, I think Sierra took one off the wall that I thought he could have legged it out and caught that it. That he might have been able left. to do it. So I yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. Um, Yeah, I, that's how I felt. But I mean, listen, they were hitting our pitchers hard. Yeah. It's like when you see those. No, but when Bender, those, Bender well, pitched great. I know. Simber pitched great, your yeah. sidearm guy. And then Bass, who I've been up and down on the whole season, pitched pretty decent. And then Floro, who I was like, oh, we got this yeah. in the bag. Boom, nothing. You're just seeing you're just seeing like frozen ropes. It was interesting. My my daughter, not not this game, but another game she watched, Simber comes up. And it's just it was funny seeing her little eight-year-old. Like, you know, we talk about throwing and the mechanics and everything. And yeah, you I, don't want to teach that. She just looked at it, she's like, Bobby. Why does he throw like that? <laughs> right. Well, because he can't throw any other. And then here's the other thing. And then, well, that's what it's funny because I said, well, that's how you know that's a that's a style of throwing. Yeah. And I'm like, do you, would you like to learn to throw like that? Just joking with her, and she's like, no, nah. I don't. <laughs> that looks weird. <laughs> he does. He does look weird. It does look weird. <laughs> it's like through the eyes of. Uh, it's funny because I always I remember taking a course on beauty. Uh, what constitutes beauty in in uh, an undergrad? So you got some sort of grad seminar they stuck me in, and it was like, uh, you know, is it reproductive? I mean, in art, in everything. Everything. Okay. Okay. And so it would be like, you know, is it symmetry? It seems like a lot of it is science of symmetry. Like, you know, you look at the, yeah. the, a beautiful face; it's the symmetry of it. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you look at a beautiful dog. Like they're, they're yeah. trying to get eyes to aren't it. too close together. Like deliverance. You know, they were talking about, you know, is it danger? Is it comfort? You know, we look at a like a golden retriever face. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. beautiful Sweet to face, us because it yeah. just that's a friendly dog. You know, it just went through all this stuff and it was talking about human beauty. And they really struggle with human beauty because is it reproductive? Is it like like the monkey tribe thing? Like, you know, what 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 was it? And I always say that it's like when you have a kid, you you actually see what beauty is. Like my my daughter from a very young age, like if there was a very handsome man or a very handsome woman like you see the kids like they look yeah like you could see they recognize they innately know it until they're taught otherwise they recognize it yeah. um as something and i actually swear i, I laughed at that because i was like here's my daughter looking like i find it fascinating watching simba right. pitch just the mechanics and the way he puts his leg all jacked up like he looks weird right and right. You know, I, it was just like my daughter was like Ugh, you know like it looks right. yucky right <laughs> but it's a different kind of beauty you know, no, I, and, and, and you and I, last night. you and I love it and you, and we love it because they don't see it a lot. Right. It's like, it's, it's like the knuckleballer. It's like the knuckleballer. It's the knuckleball pitcher. Yeah. I think it's great to throw it in there and mix it up. And again, also it goes to these guys that have grooved these swings. We talk about it and that ball moves when he's throwing it knee high, that yeah. ball moves in ways that no one else's ball moves. Right. And I got to tell you something like, I, I don't, I, you have to give me the stats for Simber, but Simber's pitching well. Yeah, he's pretty decent, man. I, out of the ones, I, I didn't expect him to be the one of the standouts. I thought he'd be kind of one of those guys, uh, you know, waiting in the wings to have an opportunity. I mean, I would call him a setup man. He'll give you an inning and in, in, he could in do two, two innings too. Yeah, you know, he'll get he'll get you a lot of ground balls. Um, so it is interesting. So this is this is something I want to talk. I mean, I read this before the show. Um, Christina Nicola, who we've had on the show, she is an absolutely brilliant writer. I can't imagine how hard she works because she's watching the game. She's doing all yep. the, and then taking all the notes and then producing an amazing article yep. significantly of, of significant length 
that has a lot of insight and depth to it. Yep. And so she wrote one. Uh, the, it, here's the you just look at the time it got posted. I love Christina Dina Nicola. She's awesome. One thirty-two a.m. I bet. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if that now that's Eastern time. So. So it was two. She, it was two. St. Louis time it was two thirty in the morning. She, yeah, yeah. She pumps the article. Pumps out. Pumps the article out, and the, the title of it is Four Crucial Areas Sink Marlins in Opener." Playing short, meaning we got a short bench. We got yep. no no place to go to if we need to pinch it and pinch hit a guy or or make sure somebody's not. This is way, supposed to do. Wait, wait. This is from last night. Yeah. Okay. Number two, caught napping, aka Asan Diaz on first. Yep. Never should have gotten caught. Yep. Um, and that was a probably a miscommunication between whoever told Curtis on that bunt what to do, and then yep. that messed up. The close call that Duvall got called out that was obviously safe, garbage call by the. I mean, the guy that called it, I could see him when he came back to the bag, he was out. Yep. But his hand crossed the plate. It seemed like it. Yeah, yeah. Bad call, New York, and then missing the zone, meaning Dylan Floro. Yep. And then to some extent, uh, Braxton Garrett. Yep. Um, but those are the. But if you think about it, those are the four things that hurt us. Have hurt us all season. We got injuries. We got guys that aren't really a hundred percent on the base pass to be able to, you know, make make some bad decisions and get get caught. Asan's got caught a couple times. That's not his first uh, time to, to screw screw that up. And then not hitting the zone, or not hitting the zone early. Yep. And taking time to get there, and now you got guys on base. Yep. You know because you walk people. So I mean, those seems to seem to be our like four horsemen of of the apocalypse for the Marlins so far. It's interesting. Um, yeah. So listen, you know that that reminds me. We've always talked about. Remember, I told you about. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it wasn't Ovechkin, but it was another. Uh, who's who's that American guy? The, the the Olympian that plays for the Washington Capitals. Um, I don't know. But anyways, he's he's. Uh, yeah, I can a, tell you they, every black. They lost player. that. They lost that game. Um, they they lost. They lost a game. Uh, they'd been. They they swept the series before. They got killed. You know, the other team went seven. They're in the mm -hmm. Stanley Cup Finals. Game one of the Stanley Cup Finals, and they get Vegas. I can't remember. No, no. This is oh, back, this is a couple of years ago. But they lose like five to one, and it okay. was like they're they're trying to get the guy. Like, oh my god, like how could this happen? Whatever. And, you know, the guy's like. Like, what are you going to do? Like, uh, we're going to go home and go to sleep and come back tomorrow and kick their ass? That's it. And I think that's the the athlete's mentality. And I think that here we are, we're ruminating this loss because it hurt, and these guys are just, like, raring to go, get back out there. Yeah, yeah. Jazz, Jazz had ass. a great uh, two, B, two RBI single. Oh, my God. How exciting is – you know, it's funny. And maybe this is, like, my, my old grandpa baseball fandom, but, like, seeing Jazz uh, uh, square – well, square up to, brunt, to bunt – like that reminds me of when I was young. Like you'd have, like I just I can't even imagine. On the team bunning. No, no, but what what I love about it is just like putting that in his arsenal. That if you're that third baseman, is he gonna bunt? Is he gonna pull it back? You know, and 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 hit a screamer at me. Right. Like it's like I love that. And I was yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. that earlier in the season. It's like why don't you have that guy drag bunning just to drive them insane? Just right. to drive those infielders. Insane. Why not? Why <laughs> Just not? square up, switch it out. And believe me, Donnie Baseball is old school enough to be able to pull that off. Yeah. When and I saw him do that, I was like, I forgot 
that like a sacrifice bunt. We talked about the most exciting plays in baseball, and a right. sacrifice bunt is so boring, but it's so exciting. It is at the same time. <laughs> and listen, squeeze play is my suicide well, squeeze is my favorite. And, well, yeah, exactly. But but even just the, the way, and we all know I played baseball like that. You talk about the energy that like the the pressure it puts everyone under. Yeah, it's funny because I'll tell you a funny story. I remember I had a friend that moved to town. He was he just got out of the Peace Corps. And he's here doing something government work and uh he was a high school ref uh in south carolina and he never got a chance he wasn't here long enough to start refing, but we would go see high school games together and he pointed out something to me that was very interesting we were watching you know northwestern central some super important game and you know it's down to two minutes you know the ball's inside like the eight yard line you know first or no i'm sorry there's like you know 47 seconds and they're within they got a score touchdown to win and I remember, never forget him saying, like, this is this is high tension on the refs, too. Yeah. Like, like, do you call the holding? Do you not? Like, like, right. like you hate they they're they're supposed to be consistent through the game. Right. But are you, you know, you're you are under the pressure. Do they of, elevate their plate? I mean, the calls, how they call the it's the same the thing. It's the same thing for them. And then I was thinking about these umps as like, is it just me? Are the umps not doing a great job? Terrible. I mean, I, it's not so much, you know, they have that graphic now and you can see exactly where the ball went, yeah, yeah. when, you know, yeah, what yeah. speed, what rotation. And it's not just that. Like I, I've, I've watched that for years now. We've had that for two or three years. I, I have never seen so many balls outside the zone. Get called strikes. Get called strikes. Yeah. And there were some yesterday for sure. There was, And I mean, you could see the reaction from jazz. From Now I wasn't watching. From now it's one thing, right? If he's calling it consistent, like let's be yeah. clear. Like sometimes, then you know what you. Sometimes there's umps that are just going to give you that pitch, right? They're just right. going to give you that outside corner, and and that's fine. Yeah, I don't know that they're being consistent from what I'm watching. Listen, I saw a Wainwright ball that was probably six inches below the box of the strike zone on TV. Yeah, damn near a dirt ball get called a strike. Yeah, that's garbage. Yeah, they got. I th I'm, listen, I'm not against Robo behind the plate. Because then you got no, you there's, just, to me there's no question about well, it. Well, you're also well, I don't know what you're gonna do that, but it is it does true up. Like someone's got to talk to some of these, but I don't know in these replays. I, I find it's very interesting because it's like get rid if you're not gonna follow the replay, like if it's gonna be this kind of like you know, as lawyers, we're like, you know, there is a burden, you have to overcome a burden. Very convincing, but if you're it. if you're gonna make the wrong call and then say the video evidence isn't sufficient all the time. Like just get rid of the rule. Like don't waste our time. Like I don't. I don't like the review. Right. I want to get it right, and we. You know, I do think we all believe that. But these delays, and I think I actually think baseball does it right. There's not that many reviews, but then I'm watching them, Tommy, and they're getting them wrong. Right. That home plate umpire last night got both those calls at the plate wrong. But why? No. Well, he called Duvall out, and he called the other guy safe. No, he called him out. Oh, eventually the review. We oh, oh, you, you the thing, yeah. No, no, but I'm saying the reviews they're getting wrong. Yeah, yeah. The reviews they're the the the. I think that they're getting the reviews because they're like, well, there's not clear and convincing evidence. This one camera angle is not quite enough. So yeah, we'll buy some more cameras. They got money. Because if you could have seen a, a little better better view of of Adam Duvall's <laughs> left hand touching the white part of the plate when the ball was still loose, safe. Does that change the outcome of the game? Maybe, maybe not. It's funny. It's, uh, yeah, who knows? It's just, so, it's such a, it's such a momentum kill when they just sit there, you're waiting. Yeah, yeah. And then out. What? <laughs> and it was a weird call because they were, it were two things that they were challenging. They were challenging the, 
the call at the plate and they were telling you something else. And it was, he was like this. And then he's like this. I'm like, what? Yeah. So stupid. Well, that's what they were doing on the second one. Remember? Yeah, it they was did. like, I it was it. like, did he like, like, are you reviewing the initial tag or the, or the, or the subsequent tag? tag? Right. Who knows? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Is it first Listen, tier Sertiorari, second tier to Sertiorari review? Like yeah. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, dude. You got to have an advanced – you got to have a uh, LLM to even know what that's all about. But tonight, I hope- I'm, I'm optimistic about tonight, man. Look, we, we're going to bounce back with Rodgers. Uh, he's always going to throw uh, a solid game. We just need to get the bats warmed up. And against Kim, we should be able to get – you know, light that guy up a little bit. Let's get Marte back on track. He didn't do anything yesterday. After being named NL Player of the Week, throws a goose egg up there. So <laughs> I think he's going to be ready again tonight. L- look, Alfaro, uh, I think, is playing significantly better and has been since he came back. Uh, Jesus Aguilar also. I mean, but this guy, he's an he is a road warrior. What he does is hit home runs on the road. He's leading the National League in RBIs, fourth, fourth in all of baseball in RBIs. The guy's a beast, but so last thing maybe he's not in the right spot. Last thing I want to uh, bring up is remember the other day I said you know when we score in the first inning we tend to win these games. Yeah, we didn't score. I haven't I haven't pulled the stats, but then I saw somebody did a did a thing saying that we've scored the least either in the NL or MLB the least runs in the first. That could be true. Oh, I just I mean they said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting because when we do, we win. And we win. I don't, like, I don't think there's any. Well, I don't think there's any magic. It's just right. more innings to score runs. We score. I want. I'm going to pull, and I and I always do this because like it always falls on you the statistics. But I'm going to pull where we stand just on runs scored. Okay. Just in the league because I, I think we're very low. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But looking forward to tonight. Let's try to flip the flip the M tonight, man. It's uh, look, we're going to have to go against the Cubs who got beat by the Mets last night in at city field, but they were on a long homestand and they're, they're in the similar situation. Yeah. You, uh, going to a, going to a foreign place in another town and you, you got to adapt and you're on another time zone. And I was thinking against about- a pretty good Mets team. Sorry, Grepkowski. <laughs> I actually admitted it. That'll be the last time this season. Yeah, exactly. Don't do that again. I can't stand them. Um, it's interesting, like where we're at in the summer is, you know, having having a kid, you know, she started sailing camp yesterday, first day of summer camp. And it's like, you know, the natural rhythm of the summer. Like now it feels like summer to me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My kid's in camp and she can stay up late watching baseball with me, like as late as she wants. Like, That's no one's, awesome. you know, yeah, yeah. like, like, you know, it, it's summer. We're having fun. And it's interesting because uh, mini camp for NFL is coming. And I don't know why I've always marked the calendar that way. It's like, okay, like this is like basically, you know, foot, it's almost like football comes to an end. Now they, they're going to have a month's vacation and then they come back August. Like football, mm-hmm. you know, football's around the corner. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's really the dog days of baseball. Yeah. Like this is these games you got to win. And, and I got to tell you something. Like I, you said it. If we take one game from each of these series, like that, that that's a very minimal goal, mm-hmm. and tonight is a big time to chance take that to game. do it. Chance to do it, and we got Sandy going tomorrow. But then we got a break, then to Wrigley, and that place can be uh, pretty not only awe inspiring for these kids that haven't been there to play to play there, but that they're at full capacity, so you're going to get a full on crowd uh, reaction from er- at every single point in that game, and it's going to be amazing. And they're probably going to wear City Connect again. So let's see. 
Yeah, the place is gonna be electric. Yeah, yeah. The place yeah. is gonna be electric. Yep. And they hate Miami. Yep. They kind of do. From the Bateman days. Yeah, they do. They hate Miami. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Steve Bartman, you mean? Yeah. Oh, did I say that, Bateman Bartman? Yeah, yeah. They almost killed that guy after the game. I think somebody down here offered him a, a condo or whatever to escape to live in exile as a Cubs fan. <laughs> I think they actually, you no, know, I think, they've, re, I think they've accepted them now. Yeah, here's something cool though. When they did win, when they won the World Series in 2016, they actually gave him a ring. They reaccepted him into the into yeah, yeah. the tribe. I don't know that everybody did, but at least like the the organization itself, there's still some rabid fans out there that would probably take a shot at him if he was if they ran, you know, walked up next to him on the street or whatever. Poor guy, tough spot. Got the headphones on, not really paying attention. Bad move. <laughs> Hated forever. Like, yeah. That, that we can, of that we can remember his name, Bartman. That's crazy. <laughs> that guy, no one would ever remember that guy. He's like some computer analyst or developer, whatever. Crazy. <laughs> All right. So tonight, 815 start again. And then I think tomorrow is an early game. Let's let me double check that because I'm pretty sure I heard yesterday that the third, yeah, 115 on Wednesday. I got killed last night because that's crazy because the game is actually uh Wait a minute. Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Weenie Wednesday. Yep. We're actually the game is going to be going on. Oh, we're going to while get, Weenie Wednesday is happening. Do I need to bring a TV in or what? I think we'll be able to pull it up up here somehow, right? Yeah, we can. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll bring my stick in here and we'll stick some it. Some illegal cable. Uh, Let's <laughs> stealing some cable. We can watch whoever. The Saint, last night I was watching the St. Louis broadcast. Like oh, I was nice. Eight. Yeah, I was able to watch all the commercials from St. Louis. Um. Uh, yeah, so one fifteen tomorrow. Then back to the good. late, the late games, the eight oh fives in Chicago on Friday. Yeah, I had a rough night last night because it was, uh, and then the Stanley Cup play. I mean, the the not the Stanley Cup, but the the playoffs. Uh, Montreal's playing Las Vegas, and you know it was in Las Vegas, so it was a nine a.m. start for my hockey too. So nine p.m. nine p.m. So I was up late watching. Who won that game? Oh my God, the Canadians got killed. Vegas, as you said, you're 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 pro America. Well, I'm hundred percent pro, yeah, America for sure, but. Also, also the West, if NHL West. Howard laughing over there. Got to be 100% America. <laughs> 100% America. Yeah, dude. I'm not cheering for any Canadian team. Remember, the, this is this is your hat. The That's Amer the American. The American Heritage hat. That's it, man. <laughs> Didn't we invent it's that not, sport? It's not baseball enough. It's not American enough. You got you to gotta put an American flag on Tommy's hat. That's it, man. <laughs> Embroidered with pride. Made in the USA. All right, so let's flip the M tonight. Episode 82 is in the books. Tomorrow is Weenie Wednesday. Weenie Wednesday. We will have chili on David R. Better, I'll be there. There will be chili on these dogs, and there will be French fries and potentially tater tots. Ooh. I will be texting Dave uh, tomorrow morning to uh, give him the uh, preliminary order. Awesome. But I'm thinking a bunch of them with mustard, chili, onions. I'm already looking forward to that. Yep. On That's the sabrette, though, with a snap to it. There's a, there's a word in Spanish, Howard. That's one of my favorite words. I always love when there's words. It's called pendejo. It's like, you know, you know, how, <laughs> you know how I'm going to let that go. You know how um, they, they talk about German has like certain words that, that, that summarize like a really deep concept. And I always say comelon summarizes a deep concept. <laughs> Fat guy. That eats a lot. That's it. Like, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That's, so the, that's actually Comelones, should be the subtitle of our show. The Comelones are looking forward to our betters. Oh, tomorrow. we can't wait tomorrow. <laughs> and then, yeah, and Denise will be back. She only likes ketchup, mustard, and relish on hers. So we'll have to get at least two like that. Yeah, for D-Nice. Even yep. Howard gets a wiener. Yeah. And then tomorrow's, we're going to award a wiener and a hot dog. Well, 
wiener of the game and top dog. Top dog. Top dog tomorrow. So let's flip the M. Go fish. Episode 82 is in the books. Preview. <laughs>